Good morning. This is Market Moves with Matt, with your host, Matt Janino. In this podcast, I'm going to teach you how to think like a trader and invest like a billionaire. So if you can do both, you're going to be better off in your financial future. So I'm going to help you gain more skills and utilize them better with your investing knowledge. So basically, I look at valuations and charts, and I kind of combine that to help you better understand maybe where a company's price lines up with its valuation. So so you'll have the knowledge to know if you're getting in at the right time or the wrong time. But I'm not a financial advisor, and this is not financial advice, so this is all my opinions, and you can take it as you will. But just an example of what I'm talking about is I like McDonald's as a company, and when I look at that chart and its valuation, I think it was kind of overbought the last couple months, and it's going to do some consolidating soon. So I'm looking to pick up McDonald's around $130, and this may not hit until next year or late in this year. But I just think the companies that, with everything going on in the world economy and our economy, I think it's not the right time to throw money in this year. I'm waiting for things to settle and we'll have a clear direction in the index of where we're going because right now, I'm going to be talking about this later in the podcast, but looking at the fundamentals and the technicals of the index, I don't think we're ready for a bull run, back into a bull run anytime soon. But yeah, let's let's talk about what's coming up in the podcast. So the, the first thing I'm going to chat about is the trade war updates. This is a super popular t- topic on everyone's mind, so definitely want to put it in here. And it's obviously driving the stock market from day to day, so it's something that we should always keep our ears and eyes on. So I'm going to be talking about that first, and then next I'm going to be talking about what it will take to head into a bull run again. What does that look like in terms of the chart and these technicals? Because technicals, in my opinion, do matter. And I talked about this in the last podcast They are a self-fulfilling prophecy, in my opinion, because if everyone uses them, it's more likely to a good prediction of where the buying and selling is going to happen. And most importantly, if this is programmed in the algorithm trading at all, which very good chance it is, then there's going to be a large amount of buying and selling at these points because the algorithms are programmed based off many technicals as well. So to get started, major headline, the president of China talked last night for 40 minutes about the trade wars and the economy and he kind of shed a positive light on it saying that he's going to make it easier for our companies to go overseas to China and set up shop and set up business over there. So that seems great and I think that would be awesome for our economy to easily set up overseas and not get hit with any bad penalties like we have been. And then the next thing he said, which was a positive thing, is that he's going to significantly lower the tariffs that he was putting on. And I think they didn't put on that much in terms of billions. We were looking to put on $100 billion. That might have been a scare factor for, for them. But they, I think, only ended up putting... Three billion total on us, but I have to ch- I have to recheck that. It may be more, but basically, they're complying and they're not making this a battle where we're going tit for tat on a, on a tariffs. 
And that's a really good thing because you don't want Trump to get in a tit-for-tat battle with anyone because he's already throwing down $100 billion on them. Like, what's, what's going to happen next? Because a big scare factor is that China holds most of our bonds and securities, a lot of those. And if they start unloading it, it's going to drive up interest rates, and that's not good for our economy. So I think that's another reason to be worried about the market because interest rates are planning to be raised, and the feds are planning to do unwinding quantitative easing in the next couple of years, and that's going to speed up. And what that basically does is drive up interest rates and yeah, that, that, that's pretty much what's going to happen. They're going to unwind their balance sheet, and we're going to pay for most of it. So we don't want to see interest rates go up dramatically. That's going to be a negative thing for the stock market because it gives investors another avenue to put their money in. And right now, the only thing that looks good in the stock market is stocks because bonds give you 3%, 4%. And we could easily get that in the stock market, especially in one day in these conditions. So yeah, the trade war is a big thing, but China also has a lot of our bonds. And that could be another scare for investors. So yeah, I'm keeping a close eye on the developments in easing this trade war and kind of making it something where we're not getting beat up by China and they're okay with that because they've been taking advantage of us for a while, especially with intellectual property. So it's kind of good. We are making a stand for ourselves, but it's. I'm just curious to see if China's going to take it and if they're ever going to fight back and try to not let us get our way. But as I'm looking at the market today, I don't see a lot of excited buying. I mean, we're up 1.5% in the S&P, and... I'm not 100% sold that that was enough to stop this sell-off or stop some selling off because these tariffs affect tons of countries and Russia was a little bit pissed off yesterday and that kind of sparked a little sell-off as well. I mean, these tariffs are coming at everyone, so if we just ease the battle with China, that doesn't say that we're not going to get one with another country, so... There's just too many fear going on, too much uncertainty with what could happen and who's going to get pissed off about the next tariff. So I'm still in the wait and watch mode. I'm just checking the economy, looking at the news, and planning my next move. Because at the end of the day, any kind of tariffs are going to affect earnings of the companies and your, your EPS every month or every year. So the earnings are going to get hit and I don't know how hard it's going to be, but the earnings will be lower next year or this year. So if we want to be a competitive player with trade and we don't want to get taken advantage of, we have to suffer as an economy for a little bit. And that might mean that we don't have positive gains this year in the stock market. And I'm okay with that. And if in the long term that lowers our our huge deficit with the economy, we just hit a trillion dollars. We got to do the best we can with our economy, our workers, our people, and we want to get them fully employed and we want to get those wages up and we want to decrease our national debt. So this may be a great way of doing it, being a competitive player with all this trade. 
So although it's kind of a ballsy move by the president, I think in the long run we're, we're going to be better off for it. And it's going to be interesting to see how that affects certain stocks and who's going to get hit hardest. It's going to be very confusing for a little bit, not knowing what trade tariffs can be put on and not knowing how much is going to affect certain companies. I mean, the sad part is families in some of these rural states that are farming soybeans, if they get hit with a huge 25% tariff, that greatly affects their business and their family. So in that case, I'm kind of worried about the working class America, the farmers of America that voted for Trump that are going to be affected pretty hard from some of these tariffs on their specific product that they send to other countries. So it would be nice to see if we can work out something where we kind of even out the load so not everyone's getting hit in different amounts. But, I mean, that's something government can decide. So basically this news is helping you gauge the sentiment and the, a huge sentiment is over trade war stuff. So if you can kind of know what the market's thinking, you can kind of know when the opportunity to, to buy is. And this is all your decision. So keep an eye on it and I'll keep updating you on the podcast. And then the last thing I want to talk about is the technicals of the chart because the news is great, but if we head into a bull market, like, is that possible? Do you even know what that looks like on a chart? Because I've been looking at it and I have a few things I'm looking for for confirmation into a bull market. And I'll kind of let you know what that looks like and what I'm looking for. So basically, like I said, the moving averages are very important to traders and hedge fund managers. They watch them to gauge market sentiment and understand where we are and where the possibility of going is. So basically, the core concept of those averages are they're just a different number of average prices. So the important ones are the 50-day average. It's 50 prices, and it's this moving line that gets averaged every day. And then you have the 200-day, which is 200 prices. And those are the main two, but then there's a third, which is the 10-day, a little bit faster. But basically, the 50-day and the 200-day are very important because if you want to be trending up and reaching new highs, you have to be above both of those averages, and they have to be sloping up. And right now, our averages are coming together, and we're in the middle of them. So we're below the 50 and above the 200, which is not a terrible thing because if we're below the 200 and the 50, that's a very negative thing. That means we're trending down because we're below both the averages. We're gonna pull them both down eventually. So right now, we're in the middle of them. And if we make it above the 50, that is a confirmation of a trend higher, possibly back into our bull mode, pending no more trade war fears coming up. So right now, the 50-day moving average is at 2,700 in the S&P. It's a 40-point move from here. So that's another 1.5%. And definitely possible. You know, if we cross through that and keep trending up, that's a very good sign. And like I said yesterday, the VIX has to be low to trend up for a long time. 
and right now the VIX is at 20. We can expect the VIX to be in 10 to 15 as a positive trending number. So we need the VIX to drop another 5 to 10 points, and we need to pop another 1.5% in the S&P. So this is a positive bull market scenario where we head back into it. So right now I'm watching that, watching that scenario, seeing how it plays out because it's looking like it can be likely. We're kind of in the 50-50 spot right now, especially with earnings coming up. And then the next scenario, and this is super scary, super negative, but I want to make you aware of it, is that we crash through this 200-day moving average either this week or next week. And once we're under all the averages, selling is going to continue until that first Fibonacci level, like I've been talking about, at 2430, which is 200 points away about, 220 points away. And that would be a huge percentage from here. So the bear case is that we crash 220 points in a period of time. We hit that first Fibonacci level where the psychologically buyers are going to see value again. And this is a calculation using the bottom from the recession to the highs this year. And this is something a lot of traders use, which means if it's widely used, it's going to be something that can be a self-fulfilling prophecy. So the bear case is we cross this 200-day, pop down. And the other negative thing about this is if we do do this, the 50-day average, because it moves fast, it's a, short, it's a shorter time frame, is going to get close to the 200-day. And when the 50 crosses the 200-day, it's called a death cross. I know it sounds terrible, but that is what they call it. And it's pretty ugly in terms of the name, and it's pretty ugly in terms of how it looks and how investors feel about it. Because, like I said, algorithms are programmed to buy and sell at certain points, and a death cross may be a huge selling trigger for algorithms. So if this actually happened, that would be kind of scary. But... I want to be the first person to call it, quote unquote. I'm very curious to see what happens when it does, if it does cross the 50 and the 200 moving average, because it's going to be all over the news. It's going to be very surprising and shocking because in the last 10 years, I don't think these averages have crossed more than 10 or 12 times. So they do not cross often, but when they do, it's kind of a big deal because it signals a huge change in momentum so yeah just summing up i gave you guys two scenarios of how the index can play out in the next couple weeks and i gave you some news on the trade war and how it affects us in the latest updates so yeah if you guys enjoyed this please subscribe and hit that notify button so you can get notified when the episodes come out and if you want to hear anything special or anything unique please send me an email and i will be sure to include it in one of these episodes. This is Matt signing off. Peace.